This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. When I'm with you, feel the pressure. 
You're tuned into the station in the show that celebrates us, the Glitfab Rainbow Farno. That's gay, lesbian, intersex, transgender, takatapui, queer, questioning, fafafine, akaivine, asexual, bi, and all the fabulousness in between. Of course, outside of the scopes, because sometimes fluidity is where it's at. Yes, yes, and yes. A big flat out shout out to New Zealand on air. Without you, access radio stations. Like Free FM wouldn't be here. A big flat out shout out to Free FM without you. Flat out pride wouldn't be here. And last but not least, a big flat out shout out to you, you fabulous you. We're tuning in every Friday to hear what's hot and happening on our show. Fridays at five on your Free FM dial. Lady Edge on your mic for your funky Friday. Yay. Hope you all have had a good week. You're taking care of yourselves and in Aotearoa here we are moving into spring season and we're getting four seasons in one day. It's crazy. Um, I hope you're keeping safe and well out there just in regards to the vid still being present um, and the flu sort of popping up pretty strong. Take care, whanau. My week has been sort of strange, odd, different, not what I anticipated at all. I'm keeping as well as I can and I'm glad to be here. That's for sure. On your show for this evening, we've got rainbow letters. So the rainbow alphabet is coming up and this is a really interesting portrayal of the letters of the alphabet related to us as Kahukura Rainbow Whanau. And I love the graphics that go with this. So if you want to see it, then go to our Facebook page, uh, Flat Out Pride on Bookface, and you'll be able to click into the link to see the clip. Um, we have the top 10 lesbian movies based on true stories. I particularly love true story movies, um, knowing that there's actually some source behind that as opposed to made up makes me more interested. And then we move into a TED Talk, Trans Youth in America. Uh, Daniela Carter shares their story. Uh, we've also got what's hot and happening for your coming weekend here in uh, Aotearoa. And we are in, if you didn't know, uh, Te Reo Māori Week. So in celebration and acknowledgement of that, we have uh, Waiata Māori. So uh, Waiata Anthems is a thing here in Aotearoa where we have our up-and-coming artists or even uh, artists that are established already uh, choose wayata of theirs already sung or create wayata and then sung, sing it in Te Reo Māori. So that's what you'll be hearing for our beats. Yes, and I hope you enjoy them. And I've tried to pick wayata that will align with each kaupapa kōrero. So that's our lineup whānau. Yes, let's get into the goodness, the rainbow alphabet. After that, we're going to go into to the beat, uh, I Tōna Wā by Aliyah Jade. Stay tuned, Fano. We love having you on board.
and an ally. Think about the people who supported you, and if you didn't have them, what would you have done, and who would you be? For my entire life, I've had an attraction to men and to women. People think the person who's identifying as bisexual is gay and confused, but bisexuality is its own way of being. Coming out feels like a huge 8,000 pound burden has been lifted off your shoulder. Drag is limitless. It allows us to challenge what society tells us we're supposed to be. I'm not really one to be sheltered or caged. When I put on my orange platform boots and I'm femme and non-binary and someone tries to fuck with me, I just like don't fuck with me and here are the reasons why and I feel that femme power. I don't think of being gay as something that happened to me or there's a burden that I have to live with. I'd rather live the life I'm leading than the one that other people might want me to live. I see it as a gradient. It's not black or white, it's the shade of gray. It can be a 50-50 game, but it can also be a 10-90, and that can change over time. I don't feel any reason to hide who I am. Being intersex helped shape me into the person that I'm really proud that I've become. My identity is my choice, and it's okay with me, and it makes me happier. So it shouldn't really affect you. I would say there's not many things that I wouldn't do or wouldn't try. One day I met someone and everything kind of made sense. It felt very powerful to know that I wasn't completely alone in that feeling. As an energy, it's strong, confident, authoritative, someone who is poised and standing tall. When I go out and I get missed and man and girl, that shit really eats me up. Being non-binary makes me feel that challenging everything is okay. Knowing that there are other people that don't fit into the boxes, it's very empowering and inspiring. Being attracted to a person's aura, their vibe, being attracted to who they are. It's a movement. It's passionate, it's love, it's everything. I don't have to hide the way I feel or the way that I want to present because of what other people will think. No matter what, I'm always just going to be me. And unapologetically, I'm going to be me. I'm all about pushing boundaries. You're going somewhere that very few people are willing to go. I feel at peace with my body. I feel comfortable in my own skin. Things feel a lot calmer and make a lot more sense. I remember, you know, as a kid, I would have feelings like, I think I like guys in a way that I'm not supposed to like guys. So there's this internal battle. When I'm on the floor, I'm completely different. You come out and just let go. We still live in a man's world. Spelling the word differently adds to that ownness of being able to do things on my own. No one does extravagant like we do. 
I love glitter and sparkles and feathers. I love all that stuff. You is your entire lived experience. You is something that is always becoming. Fuck gender. I don't have a gender. It goes against the typical him, her. It's not different. It's just your normal. There's such a variety of experiences. Go out there and be whoever you want to be. Without the community, I don't know where I would be. I have a huge number of people behind me, and I'm going to look fucking fabulous. my hooky my kahukura rainbow fano you're tuned back into the flat out pride hour here on free fm 89.0 independent community media live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz accessmedia.nz apple podcast spotify and on iheart radio bringing together the voices of our community that is Free FM's tagline, and Flat Out Pride absolutely supports that kaupapa. For sure, for sure. We are celebrating today Māori Week here in Aotearoa. So with that, we are acknowledging all kaupapa Māori, all kaupapa taukatāpui, 
And of course, as part of the show, or kaupapa, that is Kahukura Rainbow. Flat out. That last bit there was Itonawa by Alia Jade. Hopefully I've said their name properly. I quite like that beat. Some new Cooper in there for me, so I'll, I'm doing some research. That clip's super intriguing. So the LGBTQA alphabet, powered by Pride, and this was brought to you by Equinox. So this was actually created, oh gee, five years ago? So the A to Z of what it means to be us in terms of Kahukura Rainbow and all the kaupapa that aligns to it. I really loved this. At the very beginning, they said, what, four or five letters is never enough. I absolutely agree. I'd love to see Aotearoa do one of these. Absolutely. Uh, so, yes, compliments of Equinox on YouTube, Fano. And we are supporting Wiki o Te Reo Māori, celebrating the native language of Aotearoa, Te Reo Māori. And we are in 50 years a celebration of the signing or the petition of Te Reo Māori within Aotearoa. So, huge for us here. Right, who? what have we got coming up? We have TED Talks, Daniela Carter talks about trans youth in America, so that's their story. Top 10 lesbian movies based on true stories. That's what's up next. And then we'll go into a beat. Faya Te Maramatanga, Lady Six. That's the artist. And her. it's derived from her Rise Up song. Way, way, way back. One of her old jams. That's us. Stay tuned. Love having you on board. We will be free to be who we are. And love who we love. While we know that compelling storylines come in many forms and shapes, there is something clearly satisfying about a film based on true events. Not only can you constantly remind yourself that what you're watching on screen really did happen, but you can also find joy in learning about a tale based on true events. Welcome to Lesbian Mojo, and we're counting down our picks of the top 10 lesbian movies based on true events. Some of those stories include some amazing and iconic bisexual characters, so please stay tuned. Number 10, The Girl King. You're suddenly so quiet. Your fiancé, how does he look at you? Sometimes he touches his chest like you. Right now. Then he places his hand on his chin like you. The Girl King is a 2015 biographical drama about Christina, the Queen of Sweden. Already portrayed on screen by Greta Garbo and Liv Ullman in 1933. I know how to set a bear trap, how to clean a musket, but I don't know how to place my lips on yours. What to do with my hand? Still, this is the very first time that her sexuality and her proto-feminist ideas are described in detail. The film follows a young tomboy, Christina, who becomes the Queen of Sweden shortly after her father's death. Happy 18th birthday. With your father's sword, Sweden is yours. Number 9. Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman. I don't love him. <sighs> of course you do. No, don't take me for a fool, although I've many things, but I'm not a fool. I know that you're brilliant. Don't you see it's over? 
Whatever this is, was it's over. I love you. <gasps> the movie describes the life of William Marston, a university professor teaching psychology years before becoming a comic book writer, where his wife and young assistant played each a vital role in creating the famous DC character Wonder Woman. This is by far my favorite work by Angela Robinson, who is in fact a lesbian and wrote and directed this film. It's taken 75 years for a Wonder Woman film to come out, which is crazy because she was created in 1941 and was one of the big three. Like there was Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. And part of the impetus for writing the script was I was so frustrated that they were like multiple reboots of Batman and multiple reboots of Superman, like over and over and over again, and yet there was no movie about Wonder Woman. The film is surprisingly good, equally sexy, but also incredibly touching. I cannot live without you. It is fair to say they changed everything that I thought I knew about Wonder Woman. Sweetie, I'm late. <laughs> Okay. No, I'm late. I have to go. I'm just calling because uh, I woke up this morning and I, I felt um, terrible. I don't think I'm going to make it. Number eight, Farewell, My Queen. The movie gives us a look into the forbidden passions of one of the most notorious figures in French history. Marie Antoinette, an intelligent, stubborn and passionate queen who was more turned on by the youthful looks of her female servants than she was by power. Je voulais vous poser une question. Avez-vous déjà été attiré par une femme au point de au point de souffrir horriblement de son absence? Je peux passer des heures en me représentant, les yeux fermés, l'ovale de son visage. The film centers on the outbreak of the French Revolution experienced by Sidonie, a young woman and servant who is fortunate for being the private Queen's Reader. The film focuses on Marie Antoinette Queerness and her obsession with women. It is sexy, refreshing, well acted, and consistently compelling. Attendez! Number seven, The Runaways. Well, you fucking did it. What? That Frankenstein, crazy-looking motherfucker did it. Mercury fucking records. Mercury fucking records. You got signed? Yup. The Runaways is a 2010 biographical American movie about the 1970s rock band. Wow, this is Cherie Curry, former lead singer of The Runaways. How exciting. So, Cherie, what have you been up to? I'm kind of trying to do the acting thing. Oh, now from what I understand, it's been a while since you two spoke. I just wanted to say hi. The film tells the revolution and too quick demise of the Runaways, that amazing all-girl band idea that didn't monkey around. The moment that Kristen Stewart made her first appearance as a rock and roll muse, my heart skipped a bit. I wasn't sure if I wanted to be Joanne or if I wanted her to be my girlfriend. To say love is pain. To say that love is pain. 
This movie rocked. It was amazing. Written and directed by a woman, it is a girl power movie and every lesbian and queer woman needs to see it. Number six, Free Hell. Can I have your number? Hello? It's Stacy from Volleyball. Listen, I can't talk right now. Hey, go right ahead. Just your run-of-the-mill double homicide investigation. Shut up. Can I call you later? Anyone knowing anything about Free Hell knows that it is a fact-based story of a terminally ill lesbian who went to court to ensure that her domestic partner would get her pension benefits after she dies. My name is Detective Laurel Hester. I've worked for the Ocean County Police Department for 23 years. Recently, I was diagnosed with stage 4 lung cancer. When my heterosexual colleagues die, their pensions go to their spouses. But because my partner is a woman, I don't get to do that. In my career, I've never asked for special treatment. I'm only asking for equality. A really solid film with a lesbian couple at the center of a small story with national implications. It's an outrageous miscarriage of justice. Their next meeting, we show up with a hundred protesters. Radicals and strangers from New York aren't going to convince these guys. I am not a radical. I am a middle-class Jewish homosexual from New Jersey. How about you, sweetheart? Beyond the specifics of the case, Free Held is a documentary in favor of gay marriage. We're just average people. We have a house and a dog and we pay our taxes. Elliot Page, who came out last year as trans, helped to direct and produce the film. The movie is amazing and explains in detail why Lauren is not just a nice person who deserves her rights but also an honest cop with a long history of public service. And to deny her what a straight person would get, as a matter of course, is just undeniably cruel. Number five, Monster. I had a lot of dreams. And I guess you could call me a real romantic, because I truly believe that one day, they'd come true. But as the years went by, I learned to stop sharing this with people. So whenever I was down, I would just escape into my mind, to my other life. Where I was someone else. A brutal, disturbing, and violently raw vision of love and survival under the most desperate of social situations. Charlie Theron's career is marked with brilliant performances. I'm, I'm kind of broke right now. Well, maybe I can help you. To which she won the Oscar for Best Actress in 2003. The time I met Selby Wall. <sighs> Shit. All I wanted was a beer. Can I, can I buy you that drink? I got my own money. Monster is a 2003 biographical film that tells the story of the serial killer Eileen Hormus, a former street prostitute who murdered seven of her male clients between 1989 and 1990. All you need is love and to believe in yourself. <sighs> nice idea. It doesn't exactly work out that way, but I guess it was better to hear a flat-out lie than to know the truth at 13. Almost 18 years on and Monster Steel packs a powerful punch. It is a film about gender and violence, two more bound and relevant themes than ever. Number four, reaching for the moon. Mean a flower, what does that mean? Literally my flower, but it means honey, sweetie, darling. The film follows the poet Elizabeth Bishop as she travels to Brazil for the first time. What kind of 
of life can you expect if you put friendship before love? And the beautiful story of her falling in love with the famous architect Lota de Marcelo Suarez. I want you to stay. The film illustrates how someone's support of your work can affect all the aspects of what you are producing in the world. Some things don't shatter or break. Some things get stronger. Where did you learn to speak such good English? By reading your poems, honey. How else? Number three, Battle of the Sexes. Hello? Eureka, Billy Jean! Bobby, Bobby Riggs. Listen, I had a great idea. Male chauvinist pig versus hairy-like feminist. No offense. You're still a feminist, right? I'm a tennis player who happens to be a woman. Go hang up. And by the way, I shaved my legs. The film tells a story of Billie Jean King and her fight for the woman's movement. The sexual revolution, equal pay, and her struggles to come to terms with her own sexuality. So, Billie Jean, what do you want? You're going to give me the speech, aren't you? I'm sorry. Whatever I may feel, I can't act on it. There's too much at stake. The tennis match in 1973 between King and Bobby Riggs became the most watched sports events of all time. And it was revolutionary as she fought for equal price money at the US Open. Yeah, what we're doing here is trying to prove that women should be paid and respected equally. It is a period drama about a group of women in sports trying to get equal pay and a little respect. You're offering the men's winner exactly eight times what you're offering the women's winner. The men are simply more exciting to watch. It's not your fault, it's just biology. Billy King was and still is a true advocate and pioneer for gender equality and social justice. I don't think you respect women. I've been happily married for 32 years. No, I think you like us in the kitchen and the bedroom. It's when we dare to want a little bit more. Just a little bit of what you got. That's what you can't stand. It is a biography about a legend in tennis, and it is probably one of the best lesbian films I ever seen. I'm not sure I'm ready for all this. I think you may be more ready than you know. Times change. You should know you just changed them. Number two, Amy and Jaguar. It is 1943 in Berlin and a Nazi office wife meets and starts a passionate affair with a Jewish woman. Amy and Jaguar is an exception narrative that reminds us that we all been through something and being right or being a hero is complicated. A very serious Holocaust movie that focuses on a beautiful lesbian love story. Impressive queer movies don't get made as often as we would like, and when they do, they barely get the recognition they deserve. So before I show you my number one, let's take a moment to remember the favorite. The most fascinating thing about this film is how it slides open three queer women and lets their messy humanity bleed all over you. Colette, the film on whole is a rich, brilliantly scored, perfectly acted and beautifully directed bisexual biography. But seriously, 
You've done something important. You've invented a type. Willie has, yeah. I mean, you have. All those young girls between girlhood and womanhood, you've given them a voice. You should own up to it. Somebody told you. I didn't need to be told. Meeting you is enough. Number one, Gia. She was named the world's first supermodel. I'll stay if Linda stays. The film is a powerful documentation of a queer woman in history, the AIDS epidemic, and the beginning of what we know now as a fashion industry. Gia Garangi was a real person whose life the film is based on. Gia is an incredible and touching movie. You were the one. You were the only one. And you were amazing. If you want to have an opinion about queer pop culture history, it is really imperative that you watch this movie. You are the most beautiful woman that I've ever seen. Let's be honest, we all know that decent queer movies are hard to come by, but biographies are often an exception. And because of that, we have been blessed with incredibly true stories and fantastic performances. Thank you so much for watching. Hey, 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 hey,
You're tuned into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, accessmedia.nz, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Flat Out. Tuia Ngareo Oteha Puri, bringing together the voices of our community. Free FM's tagline and Flat Out Pride absolutely supports that Kaupapa Kororo. Okay, so that last clip there was uh, top 10 lesbian movies based on true stories. I love me a bit of true stories because I like that there's facts behind them. And that's, um, I guess, seeing into someone else's journey or someone else's life. Yeah, I, I find that intriguing. That's me anyway. Faya te mara matanga. That is Lady Six with her te reo Māori for the song Rise Up. Uh, we've got coming up on your show weekend events what's hot and happening for your coming weekend and next is a TED talk by Daniela Carter trans youth in America this is their journey their story and then we go into a song called Ngako by Tamaho stay tuned we love having you on board Maoriora e te an upscale home in New York City's Queens neighborhood had all the marks of wealth prestige and affluence. The boy was just 18 months old when the foster care system placed him in a home with the arms of loving parents, private schools, and weekends at the shore should have awaited him. Instead, the boy came face to face with unspeakable acts of abuse, shaming, slapping, neglect, and more. One fateful day at the age of 14, he disclosed to his parents He was not like the other boys. He was transgender. Physical violence, stabbing, homelessness followed. He became one more nameless throwaway, one more statistic to add to the growing 2.5 million homeless LGBTQ youth in America, being reduced to nothing, no family, no resources, no access. Today I'm going to teach you how pain is the key 
to liberation. At age 14, undergoing gender transition as a freshman in a prestigious prep school, while secretly homeless, was not faint for the heart. I didn't have the million-dollar Kardashian glam team that Caitlyn Jenner has today. I was alone. I didn't have much, but what I had was my truth, the very truth that I was ridiculed and physically attacked for. When I started my journey, I would wear T-shirts on my head to represent my hair because I couldn't afford expensive wigs. And because that was my truth, the guys and girls in school not only ridiculed, but would physically attack me. One day, I went to school and I found out that my teacher, Ms. Peterson, had lost her home due to a fire, and she was living out of her hair salon in Mount Vernon, New York. When I found out that they were doing a fundraiser for her, I donated my last $10 that I had, because I understood exactly what not having a home felt like. When word got back to Ms. Peterson that I was the only student in the school to donate to her fundraiser, she said, hey, Dee, you know, I just really want to thank you so much for what you did for me. I said, Mama P, let's just say I know all too well what not having a home feels like. She said, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, I don't have family. I don't got nobody right now. But I choose to come to school every single day in the hope that I will build a home again, the home that I didn't have growing up as a youth. She said, well, for starters, I want you to know you're not alone. And from this moment on, you can come by my hair salon whenever you want to get your hair done. So we can start off by taking the t-shirts off your head. I said, well, that's amazing because I was tired of the black and the white Hanes t-shirts. <laughs> and she said, don't worry. Pain is not something that's equated to experience. It's the feeling we all have the right to feel. I recognize this moment in my life as a transformative moment because my pain was gender transition. Her pain was losing a home. After graduating high school, I felt like, Daniela, you've arrived. The pain, the trauma is over. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. I went on to college in Rochester, New York, where I met a group of friends. And one of my friends said, I'm going to be homeless during winter recess. The RA can't help me anymore, and I don't know what to do. I said, well, I could help out. I mean, I don't have much back home myself. But I have friends and have a community that will open their doors at least for at least one night max. And that's how we'll get through the winter recess. We experienced the two R's that no one wants to experience. She experienced robbery, and I experienced rape. At that moment in my life, I felt so empty, the kind of emptiness that I'm sure many of us have felt when we begin to question and say, why me? What did I do to deserve this? I'm a great person. I do everything right. I didn't do anything wrong, but why me? That was the questions that I was living in, the very pain and the very trauma that left me empty. After feeling so empty, I could no longer pursue my college education. I returned back to New York City, and in this pivotal moment of pain, I knew I had to redefine my role, because I was living in the very pain 
that many people can no longer live in, and they make the choice to take their life. For me, it wasn't hard to make that decision to say, do I want to live or do I want to die? But I understood the need of my existence because I said, there is no way that a woman like yourself can exist in a world that says she is not perfect and you should be a he. I live in a world that tells me when I walk through the doors of many places, you don't see my personality, you see my complexion. And so I turned to my friend and I said, listen, we can't keep doing survival sex work. One of us got to get out of this. I applied to an internship program in New York City and shortly after I got accepted. Me and my friend in a transformative moment passed by a newsstand and I said, hey girl, she's very pretty. We should read this article. I mean, every beautiful girl always have a great story. He was like, girl, I got to go home. I, I can't wait around to read a beautiful girl's story. But see, it was something special about that girl because that girl reflected my identity, something I didn't have growing up, and that was Janet Mock, New York Times best-selling author. When I reached out to Janet in 2010 in an impassionate email, I reached out not asking for the fame, for the glam, but for the very tools that I lack and the very tools that can become resources for my community. After reaching out to Janet, she connected me with community leaders, community leaders that liberated me. They liberated me in a way that helped me realize either I was going to take my trauma and violence and turn it into freedom and success, or I was going to end up committing suicide. A year later, the unimaginable happened. I was a part of the Emmy award-winning documentary, Laverne Cox Presents the T-Word. I also traveled the globe advocating for youth who's living not only in marginalization, but in the very truth I identified with, homelessness. No resource, no family, no acceptance. I then went on and worked with a woman by the name of Lords Ashley Hunter, and we built a coalition that is now servicing youth all across this country. And so I know now the question is, okay, there's no way you can go from being in foster care, homeless, and all of a sudden, you just get on TV. So it's the very question many people ask me, how did you do it? How could that pain have liberated you? I learned that in life, all you have is choices. Many of us wake up and we make the most amazing choices we can, and they take us to the very places we dreamed of, or the unimaginable places. And that's the pain that I no longer wanted to live in, but the freedom I knew I had to. So I do what I like to call not just affirmations, but self-acceptance. The act of saying, I have to live in a world where people say I'm wrong. So I'm going to accept the very things that people don't about me. And that's what I challenge you to do, to accept everything that people don't. Because if you accept and internalize the things that people don't accept about you, you will not only live in the pain, you will not only live in the trauma, 
but you'll suppress the very pain that can become your success. And so, I know, it sounds like, oh, you're lucky. You're on TED. But in 2015, in the month of August, three transgender women of color were reported murdered in one day. Many reports come in every single month. 41% of my community have attempted suicide. The ever-growing number of 2.5 million homeless youth. And the, the harsh reality it must be to walk out saying, I'm going to the doctor, and then you're dead. So am I the lucky one, or am I the chosen one? That's the question I will never know the answer to. But what I do know is, I'm standing here in my truth, and I'm standing here in my pain. But the difference between my pain four years ago and my pain now is that my pain has liberated me. It has liberated me in a way that I hope to liberate you here today. So I ask that you join the revolution of loving and accepting someone different. Because in the eyes of someone else, you are different to them. And different is the new frontier. You're tuned back into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Radio. 
You can live stream and podcast us via freefilm.org.nz, accessmedia.nz, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on iHeartRadio. Lady H on your mic for your Funky Friday. We love having you on board. That last beat there, whanau, was Ngako by Tamaho. Now, these Waiata Māori are an acknowledgement of Te Wiki o Te Reo Māori and, of course, 50 years of Te Reo Māori being present in Aotearoa and the movement that brought it to be. Yes. And, yes, so that is our whānau. I hope you enjoyed the clip. The TED Talk, Daniela Carter, um, we're talking about trans youth in America and her or their story. Oi. Um, I just want to share with you just in terms of Te Wiki o Te Reo Māori and Kaupapa Takatāpui some key kupu whakawāhine Te Reo Māori term for trans woman and or general trans femininity translate to creating or becoming a woman Ira tangata Te Reo Māori term for gender diverse tangata ira tāne Te reo Māori term for trans man or trans masculine. Translate to a person with the spirit of gender of a man. Takatāpui translates to intimate companion of the same sex. Used culturally by our rainbow or kahukura community of Aotearoa. Now culturally meaning rainbow person or rainbow community. This can be used by Māori and nana Māori people. Thought it is most common amongst Māori. Ira Fitsi, umbrella term for queer tra- identifier for transgender people, non-binary, trans femme, mask, intersex, and so on. That is compliments of gender dynamics. Love that, Fano. how you're sharing these kapu. So beautiful. Well, you're all going to go now into what's happening for your coming weekend in Aotearoa. So for your Friday the 16th of September, we have Friday Skate Night at the official Hamilton Inline Hockey Club. Today, continuing on today, we have Bianca Del Rio, unsanitised, in Tamaki Makoto, Auckland. That's Auckland Town Hall, 301 to 317 Queen Street. Get your tickets from BiancaDownUnder.com. Uh, clown in a gown, Bianca Del Rio is returning to Australia and New Zealand with her new comedy tour, Unsanitized. She's vexed, she's waxed, and she has more attitude than ever. That should be fun, fun. I get there if you can. Africa Day in Pukitaha here in um, H-Town. It's for your Saturday. Garden Place movies are happening in, in our very own H-Town. That's five Garden Place. Take all your kids, some kai along. And watch the screening at 6.30. Dancing at the Shadows of Motown. Oh, it's been sold out whanau at the Clarence Street Theatre. Hope they have fun, the whanau that go there. Tuesday the 20th uh, is Girls Only Speed Dating. That's the George Unwillis. Get your tickets from speeddatingwellington.com. So in our very own Wellywood. Ages 25 to 50. 50. 50. Uh, split into two groups by age. That should be fun. Jealous, just a little. Annual general meeting for intersex Aotearoa whanau. Uh online. So go to events.humanitics.com or go to the book face page. Annual general meeting online event. Intersex Aotearoa. 
Wednesday the 21st, Tove Low is uh, at the Power Station in Tamaki Makaurau, Auckland. 33 Mount Eden Road. Get your tickets from IVNTN.com. And next week, if you didn't know, is New Zealand Sign Language Week. The other official language of Aotearoa is being celebrated. That is the main events that I've got for you this coming weekend. Just a heads up, here in Aotearoa, October is Pride Month. So compliments of Hamilton Pride. There is a whole raft of events. I'm hoping to get an interview for an event on the 24th of September tell you more um, on the 70, on the Saturday just to let you know at the cook is pink drinks from 6.30pm onwards whanau it should be a good one uh, that's all I have for you in terms of events this weekend have a great rest of your weekend, great rest of your week coming up Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.